0: Welcome to another message from C3 Mumbai. Coming up. The faith ladder is this. It's just the reliance on God. It's the acknowledgement of your insufficiency before God and the acknowledgement that you need Him. And you need Him like crazy to get through the life that He has called you to. And that is a life of victory. That is a life of hope. That is a good life. That is a life where no matter what you face, no matter what is put before you, you can keep on walking. No matter what valley you're going through and who's going through some valleys, no matter what you're facing, where what is facing you, God is with you. Because you're dependent and you're eating from the tree of life and not from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. For more information about C3 Mumbai, please visit our website c3mumbai.com or visit our Facebook page. So. Uh the, the the kind of the title of my sermon tonight, today, this evening, whenever, well, is the journey. The subtitle, which is not up there, is the two trees. Um, two trees. Everybody say two trees. Now you're thinking, for those of you who are here on Good Friday, and I'm thinking this, you're thinking, well, Ryan's got a lot of twos. <laughs> the two cups. Now he's talking about the two trees. Well, I'm just on it right now, so just get over it, Okay. <laughs> Um, I think a few people laughed at that. Everyone was like, what, what's he talking about? Okay, Genesis, uh, you, know, you know in the Old Testament, in Genesis, back, 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 okay, let's go back to the beginning of time when man was created. Created. Did you know there was two trees in the garden? Okay, a few people did. A few people were like, um, is this a trick question? Anybody think that? <laughs> there was two people. <laughs> there was actually three people. Actually, five if you count the Trinity. Yeah, well, now we're getting technical. But, but there, was, there was two trees in the garden. Who knows what trees? You don't have to put up your hands. Uh, but there was the tree of life, right? The tree of life. And there was a tree of the knowledge of good and evil, okay? That's, those two trees are really significant. Um, uh, and the reason I'm talking about this is because in knowing God... Uh, we've got to understand this concept of the two trees. Let me talk about the first tree, the tree of life. Is in verse 22 of chapter 3. It says that, well, it's kind of where it makes reference to this, after uh, Adam and Eve had sinned. It says, And the Lord said, The man has now become like one of us, knowing good and evil. He must not be allowed to reach out his hand And take also from the tree of life and eat and live forever. What's interesting about this tree? It's not really made reference to before this point. But what's interesting about this tree is that Adam had access to it. Now, and Eve, they both had access to this tree. They could eat freely from it. And I guess... Because this is Genesis and because it's unclear about um, what this tree actually was, uh, a lot of theologians will, will call it more like a sacrament. Okay? What do I mean by a sacrament? Well, it's like a symbol. See, what we, what we just took when we took communion okay, was the sacrament of communion that represents the death and resurrection, like Vandana beautifully put this, this morning of Christ and we, we, we observe the sacrament to remember what it's all about. That it's that 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 when we mess up, that when we are on our journey and we're trying to reach God and we miss the mark that Jesus died on our behalf and then he rose again so our our death is in him and our victory is in him. Amen? It's a sacrament. Okay? It's a sacrament. It's a it's a very Christian word. Everybody say Christian it's, it's, I, I like to call it Christianese. It's like, you know, Chinese, Vietnamese, okay, Burmese, Christianese. All right. We, we, who, who's noticed isn't you around here? and They're like, they have words around here that they say sometimes that I have no idea what they're talking about. Okay. Well, this is one of those words. I, um, and uh, it's Christianese. It's pure Christianese. But what it's all about, this sacrament this tree that was in the garden, what it represented was the fact that 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 Adam and Eve had access to God himself. And because God is a source of life, okay, they had eternal life. They had complete access to it. There was no no thing that was barring them from eating the fruit of that tree. When Jesus came, and when He said, I am the bread of life, okay, what He, he was saying was, and what, why He came, He came back to restore what was broken in the Garden of Eden. And what He restored was the access. So I am... Away. in other words what he was saying is I am the tree of life consume of me and you will have eternal life that's what he was saying so he reestablished what was broken back in the garden of Eden. we now have access through Christ to the tree of life because he is a tree of life It's through knowing Him that we get to walk the walk of favor with God. And it's through knowing Him that the day this body gives up that we get to pass on into eternity in relationship with Him. It's because of His body that was broken. We had access back in the Garden of Eden. It was broken. Jesus restored it. But the other tree that was talked about is the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, right? Let's go to it. It's in chapter 2 of Genesis 15 to 17. It says this. The Lord took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work it and take care of it. I'll just note something. I've said this before. I say this to all the the guys you know this was before the the, that he created woman and it's interesting that he gave adam a job before he gave him a woman amen no no okay sorry all right oh i thought i thought the garden of eden they were just sitting around on beanbags lazing around no 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 they adam had a job anyway i'm not going to preach about that Sorry, I got distracted by that. And the Lord God commanded the man, man, you are free to eat from any tree in the garden, but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. For when you eat from it, now here's the strong words, you will certainly die. Thanks. You will certainly die. Wow. It's like the room goes silent. It's like, it's all good around here, I love, okay, I'll work, it's all good, Um, God, I'll work for you, I'll do all of the stuff that you need me to do, I'm happy to do it, but that tree over there, that tree of the knowledge of good and evil, that one makes me nervous. What is this death thing? And it's an interesting concept that Adam would have known about the concept of death, for God to actually make reference to it, because we thought that death wasn't around, it was, it was, it was, Okay. Whether or not it was animals that died or whatever, it di- we don't know what that. But but death was a concept that Adam would have understood. By looking at that tree, you would have gone, oh, "I don't want to touch that tree because that one is the one that will take away everything that what I have." It's interesting, right? Now, I'm just going to say this before I go in to. What I'm going to tell you is, is this, is that C3 Mumbai's highest value, our highest value is to have each one of you eating from the tree of life, not from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And this day, today, we can still be eating from that tree. Once again, that tree was another sacrament. It represented something. See, see I, I, I don't think... I don't think it was the fact that the tree had some sort of fruit. I always think of it as being a pomegranate. I don't know why. I just think they're big and they're red and they look nice, right? Don't you think? Pomegranates look amazing. I love buying pomegranates. I hate peeling the things. (laughs) But I I love buying them because they just fit right in your hand. They're big and they kind of got a nice weight. Anybody with me or am I just being OCD here? (laughs) I'm, I'm all alone on that. Okay, fine. Okay, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I think of it being a pomegranate, you know, and, and, and they, they could see that tree. Now, I don't think that that, that that fruit on that tree was actually inherently like poisonous, that there was some sort of witchcraft kind of cursed on it, that God had walked over to that tree and said, you are the one, blah, 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 blah. you're going to have some sort of evil on you. I don't think that was the case. I don't know, but I could be wrong, but I think it was just a normal old tree. And it was just the fact that God had said, don't eat from that one, as a test. Right? As a test of obedience. Choice. As a choice, yes. As a choice. It wasn't anything but a test for Adam to see whether or not he would stay within the obedience. And and, there was, and the interesting thing is, is this, is that there was one rule. One rule, one rule that Adam had to follow. God said, don't, whatever you do, eat from that tree. So these two trees represent two things, two ways to God. There's actually two ways to God. Anybody know this? There's two ways to God. There's the tree of life which is access to God. Then there's the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, which is access to God through knowing what is good and evil and just constantly doing good, 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 good in order to get to God. <sighs> See, it's, it's, it's the... Even in the Garden of Eden, when God said to Adam, do not eat of that tree... Adam would have been very aware of the distance and the grace that God had for him Been in the garden. It would have been, he would have been very much aware of the fact that God is God and that him as mankind is his subject, is within his kingdom that's been given but needs God. It was the need that, that was there that caused him to need to obey God. Right? We, we need God. He created us to need him but he also gave us this choice by giving this choice to whether or not we follow his will or not. There's two ways to get to him. There's a tree of life, which we have full access to through Christ, or there's the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. The problem with the tree of the knowledge of good and evil is it says there that it leads to death. That's what God said. He said, if you eat from this tree... Surely it will lead to death. Why? Why does it lead to death? Well, basically, in a nutshell, it's that we are insufficient. We are not able to follow through with all of the requirements to be good and not evil. And that insufficiency, well, that will always lead us to want to do more, serve more, be more, have more, pray more, give more, come to church more, do all of the religious mores, all the mores, all the mores. You will, you will, anybody here, have you ever felt insufficient before God? You know why? Why? I hate to break this to you. There is a good news at the end of this, but the reason why you feel insufficient before God is because you actually are. The crazy thing is, is as soon as Adam and Eve took of that fruit, the first thing they realized was their own vulnerability, their own nakedness, their own... Before God, they were like... Before each other, though, it changed everything the moment they realized their insufficiency to bridge the gap between them and God. And they hid from God. All of a sudden, they had had to hide. They never had to hide from Him. All of a sudden, they had to hide from Him because they, they realized their insufficiency. See, I'll tell you something God gave us the knowledge of good and evil. It was there. And then later on, you see it actually come out in the Old Testament where God on Mount Sinai, He actually begins to give what we call the law. The law. The biblical law. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil, what it represented was the law. The fact that we have no way of actually... We are insufficient to actually fulfill it. That's why God gave the law, but He also gave a covenant. So many people miss the whole point that God gave a covenant. They say, oh, you know, God gave the law, right? We've just got to be better people. We've We've got to do this, and we've got to do that, and we've got to do this in order to get to God. He gave the law so you would know what evil is. Not so you could try and follow it. He gave Himself so we could follow it. Let's go to Galatians 3, whose mind is kind of going, whoop, it's just like, oh, anybody? Mine did when I read this. I don't know what that means, Ryan, whoop. Let's read from Galatians chapter 3, verse 10. It's deep, yeah, it is deep. You might have to listen to this a few times on the podcast. 3.10. Sorry, I got the wrong page here. All right. For all who rely on the works of the law are under a curse. Truth, knowledge of good and evil. What did it bring on Adam and Eve? What did it bring? It brought a curse. For all who are under the law are under a curse. As it is written, cursed is everyone who does not continue to do everything written in the book of the law. Ever told a lie? Anyone want to do a show of hands? (laughs) Ever told a lie? You ever gone outside of the law? I think we all have. Cursed is anyone who breaks the law. And yet we've all broken it. You see, we look at Adam and Eve and say, Oh, look at the things you brought on humanity. It's the fact is, is that the next person would have done it anyway. I know it there would have been someone that would have gone, I think I can eat those pomegranates on that tree, God. Get away with it because my will be done, not yours. Verse 11, clearly no one who relies on the law is justified before God because the righteous will live by faith. See, this is talking about the two trees. It's talking about two people here. There's the person in verse 10 who's cursed because they continue, well, they try to do everything that's written in the book of the law and fail. Religion has capitalized on the desire that we have to be kind of like little gods. Because what religion says, it says, do all of these things and you shall be set free. And there are some who have maybe some greater willpower. There are some who maybe have the ability to shut off everything and just focus and all of those. Sort of, and, but, but for each one of them, if you look at the track record, there'll be some break somewhere which will represent the distance between them and God for every person that walks this earth. And the lie of religion says is that you can make it on your own. You are sufficient if you just do all of these things to get to God. And religion, well, it can control people, Right? That's why it becomes all sorts of things. That's why, that's why it becomes the, at the use of rulers and all of these sorts of people because it controls me. because everybody's trying to be a good person. Nobody wants to be an evil person. Even, even, even Pablo Escobar, I watched it on Netflix. Even he didn't want to be a good, bad, bad person, did he? You are, I mean, you'll see so many of these big time gangsters, they go to church or they do some sort of, you know, charity or some sort of, even, even in this nation. I mean, with there's so much corruption, you'll find these guys who are like the biggest thugs. There'll be some sort of charity that they do because nobody really wants to be that evil person. And everybody really knows that there is a distance between them and God. But, but the problem is, is that when we eat of that fruit, that we will be constantly climbing a ladder that never seems to have an end because we weren't designed to be climbing that ladder. All we were meant to do was eat from the tree of life and leave the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And today, I said, and today... We can make that choice to eat of either tree, the tree of trying harder and trying and trying and trying, or the tree of God, I need you so bad. See, that's in verse 11 where it says clearly, no one who, who relies on the, the law is justified by God. Clearly, it's not possible. This is God we're talking about. Because the righteous, <coughs> I got any righteous people here? Some of you are unsure. You know why you're unsure? It's because you're eating from the tree of the, good, the knowledge of good and evil. You're on that ladder. You need to get off that ladder and get on the ladder of faith. You know what faith is? We've talked about this so many times. The faith ladder is this. It's just the reliance on God. It's the acknowledgement of your insufficiency before God and the acknowledgement that you need Him. And you need Him like crazy to get through the life that He has called you to. And that is a life of victory. That is a life of hope. That is a good life. That is a life where no matter what you face, no matter what is put before you, you can keep on walking. No matter what valley you're going through, and who's going through some valleys, no matter what you're facing, what is facing you, God is with you. Because you're dependent, and you're eating from the tree of life and not from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Hmm. The law is not based on. The law is not based on. You're here with me? The law is not based on? Good. I'm just keeping you awake, that's all. It's just little tricks. On the contrary, it says, the person who does these things will live by them. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law, from the curse, the tree, the knowledge of good and evil, by becoming, and this is, a curse for us. In other words, all those times when you have tried to go, you've tried to be a better person, you've tried to get before God, you've tried to do all of the stuff that you need to do in order to be better outside of God. Well, the curse that that bought, which is the curse of separation from God, the curse of separation from the from the source of life, the curse that that brought on you, He took upon Himself. He redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us for it is written Cursed is everyone who hung on a pole. He redeemed us in order that the blessing be given to blessing given to Abraham might become might come to the Gentiles through faith through Christ Jesus so that by faith we might receive the promise of the Spirit. Our prayer for you, my prayer for this church, and the foundation of everything that we stand on is that we don't ever consume of the tree the knowledge of good and evil. And we don't get on that, it's like those running machines at the gym, you know. You'll be on that thing, you won't be going anywhere. Those bicycles. I, reached, I when I first moved here, I thought, "Oh, I better join up a gym," you know. <coughs> and uh, I, before that, I I I, had, I was in a gym in Australia, but this this gym here uh, in town, when I was living there, all the uh, bicycles faced mirrors, <laughs> like they like right butt up against a mirror, so you're like kind of looking at yourself. The other one in Australia was like you kind of had kind of overlooked the whole gym, and you didn't feel like. So much that you weren't going anywhere. But I really did feel like I wasn't going anywhere on that stupid bike. <laughs> because every time I'd look up and see my face, like all sweaty, red. It's like, I don't want to see myself, man. I was just like, well, I don't know where to look, you know. <laughs> and that's what the tree of the knowledge of good and evil is a very stupid way of putting it. But that's what it's like. You're just on this thing and you're just never getting anywhere. Forever so trying but forever failing and forever faced with that insufficiency, that feeling that I'm just not good enough. And we try to cover it with all sorts of things. We try to cover it with our, with our income. And if we don't have a great income, well, then we go, oh, I'm not very good. Look at them. I wish I was like them. Or, or, or you know, we try to cover it with our kids, or we try to cover it with, with making sure everybody thinks we've got a good life when really it's a bit, you know, it's a bit normal, right? Or we try to cover it with, with, with all sorts of things. We try to cover it with, with making sure that we can pour our lives out and care for everybody else because we're so... And, 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 and in then in the, in the end, we're actually just so in need of the tree of life. We're so in need. If I could only get there. And the, I love the story of the woman with the issue of blood. In the, in the, in the, it's just come to my mind in the parable... Uh, not the parable, in one of the stories of this, this woman who, who she had this this problem where she couldn't stop bleeding. She was bleeding all the time and it had, it had affected her whole life. She couldn't have a life because people thought she was dirty. She was yucky and they couldn't do anything about her. It was an incurable disease that she had that was causing this. And if I could just... If I could just touch his garment. If I could just get over and touch Jesus' garment. As Jesus was walking through a crowd. And she reaches out and, and touches him. She doesn't touch him. She touches his. He's like wearing a tunic. She touches his tunic. And he feels the power go out of him. He feels it. It's like. Electricity, just a little bit, just kind of leaves. Who touched me? Who was it that reached out and took from the tree of life? She got healed. And it's the same for you as you let go of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, the tree of never been good enough, the tree of constant striving. The tree of, of always trying to get to the next level because you got to the first level and didn't feel like it should. So you're trying to go to the never next level in oh, this nation. You know, in, in our in our subset, in, in, in the church that we are, the people that we are reaching and what God is doing here amongst us, I know one thing, that, that there are many people that are coming in and that are going to come in whose money is no longer doing what it used to do. There is There is a certain loneliness that comes on a person when money can't do what it should be doing. There's going to be a lot of them that come in. God is going to bring them in. I can feel it. I know it. And when they come in, they're going to feel the power of God and they're going to know that they have come in to where present the tree of life is. And there is going to be freedom. There is going to be testimonies of people who say, I I had it all and yet I was so down. Have you heard this story? Yeah, money's okay. I mean it's better to cry on the back of a BMW than the back of a Maruti 500 but <laughs> there comes a point where it doesn't do what it's supposed to do and when that point comes and I'm talking about this is a relevant point for this city because there are so many people and it's whether they're rich or poor it's all about the money. It's all about the money. Even Religion has become all about the money. And it's just a form of trying to cover insufficiency. That's why it's so, oh, look at him, he's the big guy, he comes in with his big car. I've been to these weddings, I've been to these things where it's like, you feel bad to come in and like a, uh, you know, your car, like and get dropped up out the front. Anyone ever felt like this? You're like, oh no, I better, I better get a nicer car to get dropped off out the front. Like, what stupidity? Anybody thought that? I've thought it. Yeah. Yeah. You feel insufficient. Because you know what everyone's looking for. Well, let me tell you something. That's the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And the moment we consume of that will be the moment we eat into our own insufficiency. We eat into a lie that only leads to death. Because at the end of the day, no matter what you've got, no matter who you are, we will all lay in a grave, six by four box, and that will be the end. And it will be a mocking and horrible reminder of the insufficiency of man To bridge the gap between themselves and God. But in Christ, the tree of life, there is hope. There is freedom. There is freedom that you can actually, if you want to be rich, go for it. If you want to be poor, go for it. If you want to be who you are in Christ, go for it. There is no limit. Yeah, I'm excited about that because, I mean, I'm not saying it's bad to be Thanks, Marianne. I feel so good about that clap. It was just so alone and you're so out there. Anybody want to clap with Marianne? Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't know what we're clapping for. Anyway, what was I saying? Uh, am I going over time? No, I'm good. I'm good. Okay, so <clears throat> over here on the, in, the, in the tree of life, right? In the tree of life? You know, God might call you one day and say, Hey, listen. You've been set free from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, but it's always going to be there. It's always going to be present in your world. And you can always step over there and eat from it. It's always going to be there because we have a choice. But he'll call you into stuff. and, And we're going to get to this. It'll be based on your gifting where you find your purpose it'll be based on and and it's important that you know god and you know who to eat from you know what to what what you need to be what the source of life needs to be you need to be important it's really important that you know this because because as you go in you're going to be exposed to more and god is going to open up bigger doors for you yeah. and and some of these things sometimes well they can be big things that you know, people will say things like, wow, how, how, did you, how, did you, how did you do that? How did you get involved in that? And you can feel your insufficiency rising up and you can replace it with, with the blessing that God has got for you. You can, you can say, the blessing is my sufficiency. The blessing is not your sufficiency. That's when it becomes an idol, when it becomes between you and God. And see, that's when we were talking about, money. See, money becomes this idol when the blessing that God has for you becomes the big thing. And it turns into rotten fruit. It can happen with anything. It can be a relationship. You know, I mean, there's a few single people around here. and I'm sorry to target you. I know you. I'm sorry. But sometimes what we can tend to do. The danger is God can bring in the blessing of a relationship and we can make that the main thing. We do anything for it. We can even go against our values sometimes. We can go against the things that we know are wrong, knowingly. Because it becomes the tree of the, good, the knowledge of good and evil. Sometimes God can be calling us out of things and we no, no, but, 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 but but my insufficiency, I need this, I need this, I need this, I need this, I need this. God is saying, no, no, you need me. You need a relationship with me. You don't need that. Don't eat of that fruit. Don't do it. It leads to death. It leads to separation. It will separate you from me. Even our past, even the stuff that we've done, even the mistakes that we've made that cause us to be so insecure, that cause us to think, no, this is, I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm done for. My life is done for. How could God ever bless me? That can become the idol, that can be the fruit that you're eating of, your insufficiency. And God is saying, no, 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 your past is done for. I did that on the cross, I wore all of it. Just come and know me. Just come and know what I have for you. And I'm going to take you into a future where your purpose will be clear and my voice will be clear and I'll lead you into what I have for you. When you're eating from the tree of life, I tell you, everything changes. Everything's different. And everything's better. Because this tree brings life. This tree brings hope. This tree brings freedom. C3 Mumbai is a church in the heart of India's commercial capital where a diverse group of people brought together to worship God and to pass on the hope of salvation by grace that we freely received. For more information about C3 Mumbai, please visit our website c3mumbai.com or visit our Facebook page. Follow us on Instagram or tweet us on our handle, at C3Mumbai. Hey, it's Ryan here. If you enjoyed this message and you live in Mumbai, we would love to meet you in person. Why don't you come along, 11.30 a.m., Studio 10, at Famous Studios in Mahalakshmi.